Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hey, Dan here. This is Household Name, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but actually, can you hold for a minute? I need to make a quick call. Your estimated wait time is about five minutes. Please continue to hold for the next available expert. Sorry, this is going to be a little longer, but it's really important that I make this call. Good morning, Butterball Turkey Talk Line. This is Tara speaking. May I help you? Yes, hi, this is Dan. And, uh... I have never made a Thanksgiving dinner in my life, and I wonder if you can help me uh, figure out where to start. Well, you started at the right place, Dan. The first step is to decide, well, how many people are coming over? Say, for example, you're going to have 10 people at your gathering, so that would um, then be a 15-pound turkey. So that This might be a while. Turkey will take approximately three to four days in your refrigerator, but not to worry. Once it's thawed, you have up to four days to use it. I am and so sorry. I'll be, I'll be right with you. Cold tap water over to cover. Once it's thawed, you're going to put it back into the refrigerator on a tray. The next step is to wait for Thanksgiving, and then you just take your turkey out of the wrapper and take the giblets and the neck out. What exactly are giblets? (laughs) Well, giblets come with the turkey. Um, They are the heart and the gizzard. Hey, Um, Tara, can you stay on the line? I'm late for the intro. From Business Insider and Stitcher, this is Household Name. Brands you can trust. Brands you know, stories you doubt. I'm Dan Bobkoff. Today, two helpings of Thanksgiving. First, the story of Butterball's wildly successful turkey customer support line, the craziest calls, the nicest people, and brilliant marketing. Then we have our own turkey talk line, stories of people who found themselves eating fast food on Thanksgiving. Stay with us. There are brands that kind of own Thanksgiving. Like, you've got Pepperidge Farm Stuffing, Ocean Spray Cranberry Sauce, maybe Marie Callender's Pumpkin Pie, and a certain kind of turkey. Butterball. Plump, juicy, tender. Butterball is everything that a turkey should be, except risky. Thanksgiving. I mean, Butterball is really a true national icon. Um, There are not so many of those, maybe, that are left. Kyle Locke is paid to say stuff like that. He's the head of retail marketing for Butterball. And he's right. There really isn't any other big brand name when it comes to whole turkeys. 
But we're really the only brand that is going to be consistently nationally distributed. Pretty much anywhere you go looking for a turkey, Butterball is there. Kyle's resume is full of poultry companies like Tyson. I've had a variety of different roles in my career, all working on protein brands. Um, That's what you call them, protein brands. Yes. <laughs> right. The Butterball. Never heard that before. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, the Butterball is. When Kyle talks turkey, I get the feeling he isn't just doing his job. He's really into it. Like, even outside of work, he's the kind of guy who goes up to strangers to tell them he works for Butterball. My wife has tried to get me to stop doing it as much, you know, to random people in airports or grocery stores. Um, I'm known to hand out coupons to people without them asking for them. You know, I'm a little bit of, of an advocate. So Kyle is a true butter believer. I'm sorry. But if you think about it, Kyle's job is kind of hard. Like if you're in a supermarket, no reasonable person could tell the difference from one turkey or another. And yet when Kyle tells people where he works, he gets reactions like this. They kind of kick a head back, and it's like, oh, Butterball, I love Butterball. That love is because of branding. Turkeys are kind of commodities. They're mostly the same. But Butterball has spent a lot of time and money building a relationship with Americans. As a company, Butterball has had a bunch of different owners over the last half century, like Swift and Beatrice and ConAgra. Butterball from Swift is truly plump and juicy. After all, it's Butterball, also available fresh. We are Beatrice. Now it's its own company. But the brand, Butterball, that's remained constant. And I don't think it's because of the basting. I think it's in large part because of the very, very nice people who pick up the phones at the Butterball Turkey Talk line. People like Tara or her coworker Carol. Hi, I'm Carol Miller. I'm actually one of 50 home economists, dietitians, food scientists, turkey experts that man the Butterball Turkey Talk line. All right, you're going to start asking me questions now, right? Yes, I am, Carol. The Butterball Turkey Talk Line is part customer service, part counseling center. We are here to answer all of your turkey questions. From the start of November to Christmas Eve, as many as 50 operators are standing by to answer your basic turkey questions. How much turkey to buy? Um, how do I thaw it out? What's the best way to roast it? They'll provide emotional support. There are times when people call and they're, you, you know that they're really stressed out. And these turkey talkers are problem solvers. When do I put the turkey in so that it's done by halftime? Carol is joined in the call center by other wholesome operators. This is the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. You're speaking with Andrea. I'm Sue Smith. I'm one of the co-directors here at the Butterball Turkey Talk Line, and I've been here for 19 years. Hello, I'm Marge Clendera. I'm one of the Butterball Turkey Talk Line experts. I've been working here at Butterball uh, for the past 36 years. These are the veterans. Marge started a couple of years after the line launched in 1981. Well, when it first started, the, the girls were working off of a, a Rolodex with information, and they took all the calls and recorded them by hand. By 1983, when I began, we had computers, and we put all of the information in the computer. However, they were the big, bulky computers of that era. 
The line has gone from 11,000 calls in its first year to 100,000 last season. We're just, I think, part of Thanksgiving tradition for so many families. And we're here. We can talk to you in person. I think so many people love that idea. Butterball is based in North Carolina, but the call center is outside Chicago in Naperville, which helps explain why so many of the operators sound like what you'd get if you typed Midwest Nice into Google. Have you ever been stumped by a caller? Occasionally, but usually I can find somebody on the line who has information. And if I can't answer it right then, I'll call somebody back and get them the information. These turkey experts are so nice, so unflappable. But I thought after hundreds of thousands of calls, there have to be some horror stories. Do you ever have conversations in the hall where you're like, I can't believe the questions I got today? Well, you'd think after all these years, everybody would have all the answers. And But it's amazing how many people, you know, do not. They're cooking a turkey for the first time, or they've simply forgotten how to do it because maybe they haven't done it for a year or two. And yes, we do share those stories quite often. That's it. That's the gossip. I did everything I could to get these three to say something, anything salacious about these calls. What is the most shocking call you ever received? Oh my gosh, shocking. What was the most challenging question you ever got? Oh golly. What's the worst call you ever heard about? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever been blown off my chair. Really? Sometimes they haven't even remembered to thaw their turkey, you know, and they're just so stressed or mad or, you know, they're kind of beside themselves. Have you ever had callers who were rude or angry or just, uh, you know, sort of made you feel bad? No, I really, no. Um, You know, even if they are... Really? Not in 19 years? You know what? It's a happy place here and we make, we always end up pretty much with a smile on their face and our face. Well, listeners, I tried. If you want the dark side of the Butterball Turkey Talk line, you'll need to find another podcast. But keep in mind, this is a company that put a Norman Rockwell painting on its turkey packaging a few years ago. Wholesome is their brand identity. So the hijinks are wholesome too. Got one call where it was kind of a disagreement between a husband and a wife. So he was put on the duty of putting the turkey in and making sure the oven was on. And she called saying that, you know, the oven is broke. And she was frustrated. She was upset. She didn't know what to do now about her turkey since it's in the oven. He pops on the phone. He's like, no, I turned the oven on. It's on. And she looked and she's like, it's not on. So we're going around. We're thinking of some different possibilities, what we can do since the oven's not working. And all of a sudden the Labradoodle comes trotting into the kitchen and he jumps up. He's smelling the turkey. He jumps up and he's turning off the oven. So it's actually him that was going in the doghouse The husband was turning on the oven, but the dog kept coming in and popping it off with his paws. So (laughs) it was pretty fun. That was a very memorable call. I like that one. Then there's this unfortunate thaw story. Someone was coming home from work. She put her husband on duty for getting the twins cleaned up after school and thawing the turkey, just getting everything ready for the night. She came in from after work and she heard a lot of commotion upstairs, a lot of laughing, giggling. She went upstairs and she found her two little twin boys in the bathtub with this frozen turkey in there with it. (laughs) The husband was like, hey, I did my job. It's, you know, I'm multitasking. And, you know, she was laughing. She called. She's like, 
It's been in there not very long, a few minutes. Can I put this in the cold water and start thawing it? And how long would it take to thaw? So it was a very cute question. Um, so we got it soaking in its own bath water. The twins got clean, the turkey got thawed in its sink, and it was all good. <laughs> Dog and kid mishaps are a whole genre of butterball call. There was the mom who called Marge and told her about the time her two-year-old stuffed his matchbox car inside the turkey before it went in the oven. And then there are the calls where the turkey talkers find themselves playing marriage counselors, solving and even preventing relationship disasters. Like the guy who told Carol he had an unconventional plan to propose to his girlfriend. The young man was going to mix the diamond ring into the, the stuffing that was going to go into the turkey. That sounds like a terrible idea. I, well, hello. Yes it, yes, it was. But, you know, it was really important to him. You know, he was going to make the big proposal in front of the entire family. I, I could just think Uncle Fred getting the diamond and, and losing a tooth or you know, the diamond wouldn't have come out with the stuffing. I don't know. So we put our heads together and I suggest that he took the diamond, tied it with a string on the drumstick, and then present that to his uh, bride-to-be. Carol never found out what happened, but she likes to think the girlfriend said yes. But sometimes aren't there arguments and fights you have to referee? Oh, Yes. I had one call from a young bride. She was kind of whispering. And I said, why are you whispering? And she said, well, my mother and mother-in-law are here arguing about what to do with the turkey. And I decided I'd call you on the side and get your advice. And when I told her the way we suggested She was so relieved because it was her mother who had the right idea. And if you're wondering the right idea, let me save you a call. We always recommend using 325, an uncovered turkey for two-thirds of the way, and then tent the breast area with foil. Use a meat thermometer, and then you'll be just fine. I feel like I just called the turkey talk line. (laughs) By the way, they say they don't mind if you call about another brand of turkey. Still good marketing. Maybe you'll get a butterball next year, they think. But if you are going to call, it helps to have any turkey. So I guess I have to get a turkey yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. So that's a, that's a good point. The first step is to decide. Yep, I'm still on with Tara. What do you tell people who call and they're anxious about pulling off the perfect Thanksgiving? I said, never fear butterballs here. I'm happy to help you. We're going to get through this. We're going to do it one step at a time. Is that an official slogan? Because it should be. (laughs) That's mine. (laughs) In a moment, the talk line invades pop culture. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. As Tara and her colleagues know too well, the Turkey Talk Line is one of the few call centers where you might not rush to get off the phone. There's no time limit per call. Here's Carol. When you talk to them, you are walking into what's happening in their situation that day. There was the woman in her 70s who had lost her mother and was cooking a turkey for the first time. There was the person who lost her home in a hurricane and was living in a trailer. So she basically had a, like a toaster oven and, you know, in a kind of a, not even a microwave. I think she just had some little flat top thing that she could cook on. So she and Carol played MacGyver and worked out a way to cook at least parts of a turkey. To become a turkey talker like Tara, Marge, Carol, or Sue, you'd have to go through something called Butterball University. BU. The newbies get hazed. They come to a an intense situation where they all have their own turkey and their we we roast turkey in about seven different ways. We line the turkeys up. We look at the juices in the pan. We look at the after this the grueling turkey. class, the recruits are ready, ready to talk turkey. In recent years, Butterball has added text messaging. They really wanted me to mention that you can talk to a recorded version of Marge on Amazon Alexa. Alexa, open the Butterball skill. Hi, I'm Marge. So, there you go. And they found that cooking technology has changed, too. We don't get as many calls about microwaving. In those first years, people were getting those great, big, huge microwaves, putting them on their kitchen counter. And the first thing they wanted to cook was a turkey. But in other ways, change comes slowly at the call center. If you're having trouble with your Butterball turkey this year, you can call, and for the first time in the history of the Butterball hotline, they have men on the line answering questions because more and more men are calling in with Butterball questions. We've only had men about the last four, four or five years. That recently, really? Yes. Why do you think it took so long to change? Well, I, I don't think they felt the men were qualified More men are calling the hotline now, too. So there are a lot of men who need some help. So we have lots more men cooking. We have lots of young people who are away for their first Thanksgiving, and they want to replicate what they've had from their families, and they're getting some advice as well. So those are two ways things have changed. Friendsgiving is a thing now. That's another dinner before or after Thanksgiving. It's often 20-somethings. And that means more inexperienced cooks buying turkeys and calling the hotline. You know, people think all turkey tastes alike. Butterball runs traditional advertising. Swear by Butterball. Did someone say Butterball? But the real marketing genius is this talk line. It's a staple of late-night comics. Marge herself had her moment of fame with Conan O'Brien. She's here today to teach us how to prepare a Thanksgiving turkey. She's the master. Please welcome Marge Clendera. Stephen Colbert answered real calls on the line. You seem like you're in a panic. 
says you were a turkey expert. When they answer the phone, you're described as a turkey expert. Well, that's mostly marketing. And an episode of The West Wing had a whole storyline built around President Bartlett calling the line. And how can I help you? Stuffing should be stuffed inside the turkey. Am I correct? It can also be baked in a casserole dish. Well, then we'd have to call it something else, wouldn't we? I suppose. If I cook it... Amazingly, the Colbert and West Wing bits were not product placement. That's not to say Butterball isn't out there trying to get publicity for the talk line. While we were working with Butterball on this episode, someone else from their public relations team reached out to us to suggest we do a story about the Butterball Turkey talk line. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't want to pretend that this is uh, completely uh, there just as an an altruistic endeavor. This is Kyle Locke again, the head of marketing who likes to tell strangers he works at Butterball. It can't be cheap to have 50 people on the phone at all times and... But on the other hand, you know, you're getting Colbert segments and I'm doing an episode about it. And um, so, there, you know, there has to be some calculation there that this is worth it. Well, it's it's totally worth it. I mean, the benefit is is tenfold. I mean, there's no question about it. It's not even so much about just the pure math. This is so core to the to the brand and the equity. Uh, what Butterball stands for is not only this amazing centerpiece product that's always going to turn out right, but that it's this entire network of support. That network of support includes Tara, and she's in the middle of giving me a pep talk. We're going to help you host like a boss and get that job done. We want you to be confident and have all the knowledge um, so that you can, from start to finish, make that turkey. It turns out I had called Tara on a very special day. We actually have what we call National Fall Year Turkey Day, and that is today. What are the odds? Uh, We recommend that people regardless of size of their turkey, that they put it in the refrigerator today and it should be thawed by Thanksgiving Day because you want to have a thawed turkey so that it cooks evenly. So one thing we've been thinking about as we make this is, is there a right way to do Thanksgiving? Well, the the right way to do Thanksgiving is the way that you want to do Thanksgiving. As I sat on this call with Tara, I kept hearing about the ways we should be doing Thanksgiving. The right way to thaw a turkey, to roast a turkey, to serve perfect side dishes, how to host family. Not everyone has a Thanksgiving with family and friends and a butter ball in the middle of the table. Sometimes you end up at places like these. Boston Market. ESPN Zone. Subway. Coming up, Thanksgivings that definitely don't involve butter ball. We're sorry. That was not a valid response. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. Tara spends the first part of her Thanksgiving manning the call line, but she heads home in the afternoon to enjoy a traditional Thanksgiving meal with her family. I walk in the door and immediately will be hit with this amazing aroma of roasted turkey. And about a half hour later, we have about 35 to 40 people. <laughs> wow, that's big. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's awesome. It's, you know, it's just Thanksgiving is one of those great equalizer holidays in terms of you just getting together, to be together, to be thankful, to enjoy food and each other's company. We wanted to hear about how you celebrate Thanksgiving. So we opened up our own turkey talk line, and you told us about some of your more unusual Thanksgivings. I mean, I got to be honest, Thanksgiving food doesn't exactly appeal to me. Our first call came in from Janae Williams from Los Angeles. I think because I didn't grow up with it, so a lot of it for me is like, well, if I'm going to eat a bird, I'd rather have a chicken than a turkey. Janae had an unconventional Thanksgiving dinner. My sophomore year of college, I spent Thanksgiving eating a turkey sandwich at Subway. <laughs> and I can't even get through without laughing. At the time, Janae was living in Miami, where she was going to school. She grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, so holidays weren't a big deal in her family. Jehovah's Witnesses, which I am not one, but that is how I was raised. They believe that all holidays are man-made and therefore not meant to be celebrated. Janae was going to be heading back to L.A. in a few weeks. She said it didn't make sense to fly all the way to the West Coast and back, so she stayed in Miami. And all my friends went home. So I found myself alone. Um, my RA had given me a couple DVDs to watch, including Life is Beautiful. So I sat there, watched it, bawled my eyes out. And then thought I should go get some food. <laughs> and so I drove uh, down the street, down US-1 to Subway, and I ordered a turkey sandwich. And I sat there still crying from the movie. <laughs> I was eating that sandwich by myself. This is so lame. <laughs> I cannot believe how lame this day is for me. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I was really sad from the movie, but more just kind of laughing at myself that I was by myself at a subway on Thanksgiving. What did you think of the turkey sandwich? Not bad. Not bad. Subway was there for me, so I got I to gotta show respect. You know, fast food gets a bad rap, but it was there for me. And I think you can't discount people's experiences because of your principles. Maybe that goes back to religion, actually. I talked to Janae the week before Thanksgiving. So uh, what are you doing next Thursday, a week from Thursday? Um, I don't know, actually. Why? What's up? It's uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and what do you think you'll be eating? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a turkey sandwich from Subway. <laughs> no, I, don't, I really haven't even thought about it. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll end up going to somebody's house. For information on turkey preparation and cooking assistance, press or say three. What do you think about chicken? I love chicken. <laughs> Just not this uh, week. 
Yes, exactly. Chicken. It's a smaller version of uh, a, a turkey, but um, yeah, still a great product. We're, we we love our butterball turkey. Chicken is what made Boston Market famous, but its biggest sales week is Thanksgiving. A lot of people get their turkey dinners there. Hi, my name is Travis Dobb. My name is Kristen Salaki. Travis and Kristen were on opposite sides of the register in different cities on different Thanksgivings on the craziest day of the year for Boston Market. I worked at Boston Market on Thanksgiving. We often go to Boston Market, which in itself can be kind of a production. Travis says he started going to Boston Market just because their lives got so busy. They wanted to spend that time as a family, not in the kitchen. I've got three kids and a very overworked, very dedicated wife. And uh, whenever Thanksgiving rolls around, we like to take it easy and eat fast food rather than waiting for a turkey to come out of the oven. And so, you know, for them, Boston Market, even if it's not their favorite food, it just frees up all this time. It's sort of great because I can work uh, the early part of the day and then swing by Boston Market afterward, and then we're ready to go. It was wild. (laughs) Very busy. Lines out the door constantly all day. Kristen was 16 when she started working as a cashier. You know, you had people, like, knocking on the door. I think we opened at 10.30 or 11, but there were people knocking on the door right away. So for the most part, despite the number of people, it's pretty orderly because a lot of people order ahead online. So they just hand the receipt and that's enough. They get all the turkey they ordered. But, you know, people like obviously cross lines. And so there were a lot of people who would show up that day, like wanting a whole turkey and tending some mashed potatoes and whatever for their family. And like, that's not doable. We had to order everything super far in advance. So it was like my job as a 16-year-old to be like, actually, no, you can't have this turkey for your family. Like, that's not, you can't. And so... I had a lot of people get really upset, and one person in particular, like, she was like, I'm going to stay in this line until you give me my turkey, and, like, I'm not leaving. And we were like, that's not possible, because then these people who ordered ahead will not have their turkey for Thanksgiving that they planned ahead to have. And she was like, well, that's that's too bad. I'm going to plant in place until you give it to me. So finally, we, I don't remember exactly how we compromised, but we did, and gave her, like, maybe half of what she wanted. And you would think that would be it. She paid. And then— she threw 75 cents in Kristen's face. A full restaurant full of people watched it happen, and she ran out. And so it was, like, too fast for anybody to, like, react, call the police. Kristen and her manager were so shocked by this that they had to cool down. Okay, go into the, like, walk-in cooler and, like, cool off. And then, like, you know, I went in and was, like, I get, like so stunned by what had happened. And then my, like, quickly followed by my boss, who was just, like, hysterically sobbing. Because it was just, like, a scary situation to have someone, like, throw change at, like, one of your employees. Like, she didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. And then I just went back to working. Some people definitely react to the fact that, you know, oh, well, so you expect these people to serve you on Thanksgiving and have to go to work. And, and I have to admit that's something I do feel bad about. You know what you get into when you work there. Like, people who work at Toys R Us, RIP, like, had to work on Black Friday. You kind of know when you get into that. And so when I started working at Boston Market, I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to have to work on Thanksgiving. Like, that's fully a thing. I think, like, anything, if you're pleasant and you're nice and you're, you know, you say happy Thanksgiving and you're grateful for your food, I think, like, you don't have to feel too bad. (laughs) So what were the reactions you got when you told people that you get your Thanksgiving at Boston Market? A wide variety, usually discussed. Discussed? I don't think it's anything against Boston Market, but I think it goes against a lot of people's sense of what Thanksgiving should be. People are used to the tradition of spending the day cooking. They're used to the 
nail-biting uh, moment when you pull the turkey out and hope that it's not too dry and that you've done it right. And we've done that ourselves many times. But, you know, eventually we just realized that we got more out of the holiday. We got more family time. We had more peace in our household if we had food that was pre-prepared. I asked Tara what she thinks about all this. What do you think about uh, people who end up eating, um, you know, out on Thanksgiving? Maybe they end up at a chain restaurant or even a fast food restaurant. How do you feel about that? Well, like I said, I think whatever works for you on Thanksgiving, what's important, I think, is that you're spending time with um, the people you want to spend time with. I'm someone who loves chain restaurants, and it does not bother me at all to spend a birthday in a place where I can order the exact same thing every time. Next up, a story from Meredith Goldstein, the relationship advice columnist from the Boston Globe and the host of their Love Letters podcast. She's also the author of Can't Help Myself. I think we were stir-crazy. From my memory, we were stir-crazy and didn't know where to be. A few years ago, Meredith spent her Thanksgiving with her mother. My mom and I were in Maryland, where she was still living, and I had grown up. And we went to Baltimore's Inner Harbor for Thanksgiving. Baltimore's Inner Harbor is a big sightseeing hub with tons of restaurants. It's touristy and busy, and it's where Meredith and her mother found themselves on Thanksgiving. ESPN's own sort of like came up as like, It was just neon. I mean, that's just what I remember thinking. It was like, whoa, that is big. And I think we were walking around in that area, and some restaurants were crowded, some were closed, and all of a sudden it was like, well, here we go. And I should start by saying that I am not a sports fan, and ESPN Zone is like not my maybe first choice with all the screens. And I remember, you know, it was like kind of, we were feeling a little bit dark about it. You look around and you're like, there are other people here too. And everybody, it was like a little bit island of misfit toys. Like, these are people who were not celebrating that sort of American-style Thanksgiving. So if you're Jewish on Christmas, you're supposed to like get your Chinese food, go to the movies, go be Jewish. But Thanksgiving, there's this weird other thing where it's like, no, you're supposed to have a place to go. You're supposed to like get your big turkey. You're supposed to see family. And the family is supposed to be big, right? So I think there's a little bit more anxiety, or at least there was in my family at that point, that if we couldn't be together, or if there wasn't enough family to sort of justify cooking, where would we go? I don't know. I just found that like being in a place where no one quite belonged on a holiday where no one was supposed to be out in that way was, I don't know, probably way less depressing than the two of us just eating at home. At the ESPN zone, I feel like it was more of a fry situation. Whatever it was, it was probably somehow more calories than I would have had if we made Thanksgiving. To wind up at the Inner Harbor in Baltimore, which is already so touristy, at a place where it was like one massive screen after another. You know what, though? It was like a super great distraction for two people who probably needed one. I think it was a weird time in our lives where, like, my mom was single. I was certainly single, but I was younger, probably college age, maybe a little bit older. And, like, after my parents got a divorce, we were it. We needed to feel rooted somewhere. And it sort of proved that, like, you know, not to be cheesy about it, but, like, home is where your person is. And even if I was with my mother at an ESPN zone, (laughs) I was still with my mother, and that's sort of all that matters. It's always the weird ones that you remember, right? So, like, the years that I had, like, a lovely turkey and sat with family and everybody bonded. (laughs) Sadly, I don't remember those as much because 
they're as they were supposed to be, at least in terms of what we're told with holidays. I think probably the best part of it was that we we could go home, not have to do any dishes, and get in front of the TV, which is kind of maybe also where we wanted to be. I gotta say, I really didn't want to hang up with Tara on the talk line. Is there anybody on the hotline who is not the nicest person in the world? <laughs> I would <clears throat> I'd have to say you're not going to find an unpleasant person here. As I'm telling you, we love doing this. You know, you have people who are calling who want help. They want your expertise. And it just is a, it's joyful to be able to share that. You want them to have a great Thanksgiving. You want them to experience that and just um, have really happy memories. <laughs> it's so funny to me because, so. you know, almost every other customer hotline you would call, the cable company, an airline, things like that. It's just a miserable experience. And I feel like I want to call just to feel good. I don't even need to make a turkey. I just want to talk to all of you. I live in New York, so this is all, uh, you know, this is a, a nice, uh, refreshing change. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you normally wrap up these calls? What's your standard line? Um, I usually say, thank you for calling. And is there anything else that I can answer for you today? And then they'll say yes or no. And I'll say, okay, well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. If you have any further questions, you can call us back or certainly visit butterball.com, which is open 24 hours a day. I'm just going to call back just to feel good about life. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Please do. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving. And thank you, and happy Thanksgiving to you, too. This episode was cooked up by Amy Padula, Anna Mazarakis, Allison Berenger, Sarah Wyman, and me. Our carver was Gianna Palmer. Casey Holford and John Delore are the gravy on top. The executive chefs are Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, Laura Mayer, and me. We're especially thankful for Mallory Gutowski, Chuck Palmer, and Dan Pashman and our friends at the Sporkful Podcast. Household Name is a production of Insider Audio. Stitcher. 